0: Twenty-two pages later, with your hosts, the Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and
1: Ralph the Tech. Hey, what's up? Top of the week to you, and welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, Twenty-two Pages Later, Episode 66. I'm one of your hosts, the Cap, and as always, I'm sitting next to the guy who's been plotting my demise since Episode Three. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Actually, episode one. But good news, everyone. Several years ago, I tried to log on to AOL, and it just went through.
2: <laughs> uh, Professor right?
1: It's funny because we know that's from um, Futurama, but in real life, that probably would go on.
3: <laughs> it's, just, it's just about true.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Joining us as well, as always, is the man who won't do anything when MFG eliminates me, but he'll probably give me a great um, digital tribute, RT Square, off the Tech.
2: You know, a friend of mine uh, had this thought that the best way to be a, a drug dealer is to dress up as a Jehovah's Witness. But then I told them, no, because once uh, uh, the cops see someone letting a Jehovah's Witness into their house, they know something's up. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. Has anybody ever
1: let a Jehovah's Witness into their house before?
3: Mm-hmm. Nope. I've, I've
2: cursed one out. <laughs> oh, I've, I've actually, Only
1: when I've needed
3: a spare organ or two. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I actually have a pamphlet. So when they say, uh, do you have a moment to talk about God? I said, sure. Do you have a moment to talk about Satan? Oh, God.
1: (laughs) And in our guest chair this week is someone who was the best man at my wedding, and I'm surprised he's here being that it's the first day of football. Please give it up for Joey Bags. Hola. (laughs) All right. So um, today we're going to be reviewing the new movie from Guy Ritchie called The Man from Uncle. And in our second half, we're going to be revisiting our childhoods and discussing what toys were so awesome. We never got them or our parents couldn't afford them. There'll be something interesting to talk about. But first, let's start off with Mike giving you the word in geesh stuff. Let's go to the quick news.
2: And now, the quick news with Mike, the finance guy and Ralph and Kat.
3: Okay, let's start off with Marvel Studios, where even the big cheese has to report to a mouse. Kevin Fahey, the man behind Marvel's movie successes, will now report directly to Disney studio chief Alan Horn instead of Marvel Entertainment CEO Isaac Perlmutter as the productions move towards phase three. Now, why is this? Because rumor has it that the Marvel Creative Committee has been disbanded. Now, this committee included people like writer Brian Michael Bendis, publisher Dan Buckley, uh, and even the, the chief creative officer Joe Quesada, and they worked on projects as they developed from script to screen. However, uh, there have been reports that the committee was a hindrance to workers, writers, and directors because of focusing on, quote, details of nitpicky science that ignored the general tone of the script itself, end quote. Most likely, the last films to be overseen by this group will be Captain America Civil War and Doctor Strange.
1: Wow. And it's funny because I've been listening to the the power shift with Fahey, or Fahey, or whatever his name is, yeah. and I thought that people were saying it as a good thing because he was going to have more... Power to be able to do whatever he wants in regards to the money, but the way you kind of made that report, it makes it sound like he's just report. I mean, he had to report to someone before. He just no, no, to report course. to someone else. Yeah, well, now he's like directly to the head, huh?
3: Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Instead of per model, it's going to be this Alan Horn guy. So either way, he's got someone to report to.
1: Okay, um, but I mean, they're just
3: saying that they're getting rid of all these other people that were, I guess, also consulting and giving their advice on the films.
1: Hmm, so, okay, interesting. Interesting. I mean, um, I just don't want Marvel to ruin what they got going. Because yeah, exactly. they, they, they really have a good chemistry going. They know how to make their movies. They know how to put them together. It would be really disappointing for them to change the formula now. And especially because if Disney did it. Right. Though it wouldn't surprise me. You hate Disney? What is it with you and that damn mouse? I, I don't hate Disney. I just feel like um, when they take over a property, they want to infuse as much mouse in it as they can.
2: You, you know what happened? The, the camp, It's like Richard Gere. The Cap <laughs> applied for a job at Disney and Mickey Mouse you rejected him directly. <laughs> yeah, he's <was> like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, <laughs> you think you're gonna get a job here? Wow. But <laughs> <No, you're laughs> like, what has
3: Disney ruined though for you
1: in the past? <laughs> trying to think, it was a couple.
3: Because of I things. can't think of anything that Disney does. No,
1: Disney does their own thing; they're fine. But when they take over <laughs> things, and I, I guess I'm still stuck on Finney's
3: Inferno. I, I don't know. But, but you were angry about that before. That you were angry about that with Marvel, and I'm like,
2: well, they haven't done anything. <laughs> were, were you one of the little boys on the It's a Small World ride? Wow. Yeah. I thought that you looked familiar. Moving on, Mike. <laughs>
3: All right. What's green and Korean? Oh, okay, now that was too easy. It's obviously Kermit the Frog's cousin, Kim Jong-un the Frog. But, <laughs> <laughs> but what's big green and Korean? Well, that will be Amadeus Cho in the upcoming Marvel comic, Totally Awesome Hulk. Oh, yep. Editor-in-chief Axel Alonso has promised that, quote, come December, arguably the strongest character in the Marvel Universe is going to be Asian American, end quote. A Korean American teenager, Amadeus Cho, is said to be the seventh or eighth smartest person in the world, and has been a featured character in the MCU since his introduction in Amazing Fantasy number 15, January 2006. Cho was created by Greg Pak and Takeshi Miyazawa. Although Bruce Banner is still alive and kicking, he will no longer have the raging spirit that dwelled within him, mm-hmm. making Amadeus Cho the one and only Hulk. The book will feature Marvel's first ever Korean uh, American lead character, written and drawn by. The Korean American team
1: of Greg Pak and
2: Frank Cho. Interesting. Will he retain his intelligence? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's it's gonna
3: going
1: be re- like Banner. It's gonna be something like Banner, where he, when he's ba- when he's a human, he'll be him. But then when he becomes the Hulk, no, you know, no, no, the Hulk,
3: I believe retains. Oh no. Yeah, I th- I no. think that I think that's going to be the difference. Also, what they're trying to go oh. for, um, some of it when I was reading is that they're saying that you know when Banner you know became the Hulk, he was already you know full grown man that already knew of the world and blah 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 blah, and this was you know dragged him down. Whereas Cho, as a teenager. Is full of, like, you know, hey, I can do Hulk and I can do him better. Interesting. And of course, so what a, will he find out?
2: It's a superior Spider Man thing with Hulk?
3: I don't know. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me, but hey, you know, they're trying something new. Well,
2: well, I, I mean, the true. Hulk is better. Oh my God. Well, it's funny because
1: I remember them talking about that um, the Hulk is going to be way different. Like yeah. They said, "Yeah, the Hulk's gonna be all like it's gonna be something else." And I was wondering well, if they're gonna make a really like, awesome
2: Hulk. So, so it, then Bruce Banner is he still Hulkified? No, no, no that's what I'm saying. Okay, is that's he what only. I'm this is. Do you not I was it, listen to the quick
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no,
2: but it could be like you know, I'm not gonna the Hulk anymore. I'm just retiring. I'm going to like an island. No, that's so gonna that's why I was saying Hulk.
3: that um, the Banner is there. And that's actually another side point to the book. From what I've heard, is that now Banner will have to deal with life without being the Hulk. In other words, he's oh. been the Hulk for so many years. You know, and, and what he's had to learn to curtail, things he had to avoid. Probably, you know, he has a life now, basically.
2: Yeah, I think so they, they make a pamphlet for that, Life After Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, like, cured?
3: Um, again, I, they don't give any details, obviously, once the book comes out. You can read and find out what happens. But um, they keep making it clear that, again, it's not Cho is gamma-irradiated and has become Hulk-like. He is the Incredible Hulk. In other words, there is no other Incredible Hulk except for Amadeus Cho. So...
2: So I, what, I'm kind of with, right now. with banner he just found inner peace so all the rage left him so he just can't hulk out anymore oh yeah. god yeah, pretty much wow
3: who's going to slap women in the elevators now oh <laughs> football players
1: <laughs> wow <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> oh and he got the rim shot on cue good job <laughs> fuck you <laughs> fuck you <laughs> <laughs> all, Go right. Ahead, Mike.
3: all right dead is never dead in the comics so why should tv shows based on comics be any different Although erased from history in the season finale of CW's The Flash, Tom Cavanaugh will return as Dr. Harrison Wells, but no clue has been offered as to when or where the character will come from. Additionally, season two will bring newcomers Demore Barnes as Tokamak, which is a firestorm villain, uh, Violet Bean as the female speedster Jesse Quick, and Tony Todd as the voice of the new Zoom. You know, I can't C- fucking wait for this. No, I know. I can't wait. CW's The Flash will premiere on Tuesday, October 6th at 8 p.m. MFG Standard Time. I cannot yes, I have my own time zone yeah. oh, I <laughs> I'm looking forward to this I have oh. a
2: flash countdown in my house I'm so
3: afraid I, I of just a called letdown. a calendar but okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so afraid of a letdown guys I really am
2: oh
3: yeah I mean I'm not like sitting there going like this is going to be the best season ever and it's going to be no I just hope it's a good season I
1: just enjoyed it so much I want to sure. see it come back and it's funny because people those who doubted Arrow like myself I doubted Arrow in the beginning but people like now doubting Arrow then they watch the Flash and go, "Oh, I love the Flash." I'm like, then I think you'll like Arrow. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's a little darker, but it's still you know yeah. the same kind of storytelling. And um, they're like, "No, no, no, no." I heard, I heard it. it was like Smallville, which they keep knocking Smallville.
3: Yeah, I mean, well, it I, deservedly so. I mean, as much as I enjoyed the first three years of Smallville, which were really good, and. Watched all 10 years. I mean, Smallville had a lot. It's not even stumbling blocks. They just fell off a cliff several times (laughs) and then climbed up and just fell right back down.
2: (laughs) I cap all those people that are questioning Arrow and Smallville, you're going to give me their names. They're going to have some uh, technical issues. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well I'm glad on I'm on your side <laughs>
2: He
0: thought the light was green <laughs> Damn that's sick Did you not see his face I know they can't see it but I saw it It scared
3: the shit
1: out of me Ralph's a scary individual What else
3: you got there Mike All right, On CBS's Supergirl The sun will come out, T.O. Morrow. Okay, you can bet your bottom dollar on that. Uh, Ito Goldberg has joined the cast as both scientist T.O. Morrow and as his android creation, Red Tornado. T.O. Morrow, who was born Thomas Oscar Morrow, was introduced in Flash number 143 back in March 1964, while the Red Tornado first appeared in Justice League of America number 64 of August of 1968. The TV show has Morrow creating... Retornated for the US Army, but the Android gains sentience and becomes a threat to Supergirl's base of operations, National City. CBS's Supergirl premieres on October twenty sixth.
1: I know people have seen the um the the um the, the quote unquote leaked pilot. Yes. Guilty. <laughs> We're out here. <laughs> yeah, you raise your hand real quick. Um without giving anything away. How did you like it?
2: Well, I quite enjoyed it, but I know how much that matters to you guys.
0: <laughs>
2: six uh, matters a lot to me Six <laughs> Claws <laughs> would you N- give it Six Claws? no I wouldn't give it Six Claws I'll give it let's see uh, 7 out of 10
3: now we'll have to remember that because if you give it a different rating when we actually review this thing <laughs> <laughs> well, a, well like MFG Second always says watching oh my god was I stoned?
2: <laughs> well I mean it, it was an uh, unreleased pilot so who knows if uh, what true, changes they might re-edit no
1: absolutely right well, I'm just I'm really scared for Supergirl I don't know I just am at yeah, first, I, I was know, kind of excited. Now I'm kind of like,
3: I can't wait to see what they do with it. I, I, I'm, I'm fingers crossed because I mean it would be great to have a, a, another show on, but also a show. You know, I mean it's not exactly for women, but just something that hopefully you know the younger girls have a hero to look up to as well. I'll Why say
2: not? I'll say this: if um, if they don't make any changes to the episode that I saw, mm-hmm. it, the, that first episode leaves you wanting more. Okay, good. Well, not in like you want to see more, like you're saying. Really, this is it. Okay. And then you're like, I want give me something more, give me something else. Okay. He wants super cleavage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That suit does not does not help with that at all. Yeah,
3: you try and motorboat in that and just gonna break your jaw. (laughs) (laughs) That's just from a boob. (laughs) Alrighty, finally, given his old age, embarrassing bladder control issues and general wussiness. The Cap will be happy to know he now has one less reason to pee his pants. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Horror master Wes Craven died on August 30th, ah, 2015. Yeah, Wes Craven that. is the maestro of murder's mayhem who brought slasher fans Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street and his sequels, as well as Ghostface from the Scream franchise. Now, Born Wesley Earl Craven in Cleveland, Ohio on August 2nd, 1939, he earned a master's degree in philosophy and writing from John Hopkins University and even taught as a professor in Pennsylvania and New York his first film works were hardcore porn in which he used many pseudonyms what he is believed to have worked on deep throat in an undisclosed capacity they, they still won't like he still has never released what he did there he was a you fluffer <laughs> 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 uh, his first film as Heath a reputable Linda <laughs> <laughs> <you> imagine, <revealed. laughs> his first film as a reputable director was 1972's the last house on the left known to very few horror fans wes craven stepped away from the blood and gore to direct Meryl Streep to an Oscar nomination for the drama Music of the Heart. Uh, Wes Craven died in his home after a battle with brain cancer. He was 76.
1: Oh, man. Damn. I don't even know how to how to pay tribute to him. And, you know, because people, when people pass away, you say, God bless you, God his soul. I'm like, would you do that with a horror guy?
3: <laughs> yeah, he brought lots of joy of horror. I, I really love Wes Craven. Yeah. He was really good.
1: Now, and he's the reason why some people can't sleep, including my wife. My wife has a Freddy Krueger thing, like when she was a kid, where she's petrified of Freddy. And, like, oh, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. One, two. <laughs> wow. When, she, when she was younger, when she was younger, um, her cousins used to torture her so much, so that when she was being a brat, she would um, she would sit in the kitchen and the guy, and the cousin would say, "If you keep misbehaving, Freddie's gonna come out." And she like, "No, he's not. No, he's not." And then he had the glove and the sweater and the hat, and he actually came out <laughs> and did it and scared the bejesus out of her. Wow. It's funny, I get st- I still get creeped out by the original Nightmare on Elf Street. You're such a wuss. I am, I you am. Get, but I can watch Scream for some reason.
2: <laughs> what? You get creeped out by your shadow. No, I so. don't.
1: Relax. Because, like I said, Scream didn't scare me at all. I actually like Scream. Yeah. I, th- I mean... Have you watched all four? I didn't
3: yeah. see the fourth one. The last one is excellent. It was really a great comeback. Because I know three was... Eh. Well, I mean, you know, as you would imagine, that's why when people are like, you think four was good, I'm like, no, four was great. Because it, it's... It was more vicious. It's not that anything new happens. It was much more vicious, and that's not what made it good. It was just, just like the first scream, and even the other ones tried to be more com- um, commentary on society. That one also, because it was what a good decade later after the very last film, so it also commented on society's want for more violence and greater violence. Right, and also had a good twist as well. You know, so it was just a really good film.
1: Yeah, well, I, I definitely got to check that out then. But but Wes, I mean, God rest his soul. I mean, you brought a lot of great screams to. Um, <laughs> To, um, yeah, to the world,
3: anyone ever watches *The Serpent and the Rainbow*? will any guy will always keep their legs crossed watching that movie. <laughs> Wait, *Serpent and the Rainbow*? I've yeah. heard of that movie. This a really good movie because it's not a typical horror film. It's uh, based in more realism. It's about like you know people being made into zombies using that powder that you know actually kind of short circuits basically a lot of your your frontal lobe thoughts. Wow. You know, so you. Scopolamine? You mean? I don't know what the actual drug it's, is. I don't know if it's that. But it's whatever the, 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 uh, the, the voodoo priests supposedly were to use in that. Actually, it's scupotomy. how they, they made these voodoo um, people. Yeah. Um, it's a lot about that and other things that are going on. But in it, this one guy, he's, I think he was a reporter. It's been, it's been years since I've seen the film, so I'm not sure. But he's asking too many questions and getting too close to the answers. And at one point, he's tied down to this old wooden chair. And this guy, I think he, he, was, either, I think he was trying to make him talk slash also trying to prove a point. So, you, I mean, you don't see it. You just know what's going on. But so you know that the guy is tied to the chair. He's naked. And the guy just, like, grabs his ball sack and drives a big um, metal stake oh, through it. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. And you're just sitting there the whole time. You're like, don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, my God. And when he screams, you see just every guy in the place is like.
1: Oh, oh that's horrible. <laughs> so that's all your quick news? That's all my quick news. And, and, and what's funny is I prepped for a, um, a transition because I don't have any quick news
2: wow
3: well you can have the death of a horror master to a death of a tv show damn come
1: on <laughs> we didn't get to we didn't get to do ratings yet but you know what okay so let's go with our first half of the show Wait, hey, hold on do you have any quick news ralph
2: no i just, I just had a thought like you had a thought yeah, that's crazy. holy shit that's better than quick news i know i don't know if it's better than. Quick news. it'll be a quick
3: thought <laughs> go for it oh it's already gone <laughs> No. Could <laughs> you
2: imagine what his funeral must be like because I mean, if you're a horror master, you gotta plan your own funeral and make that shit scary as hell.
3: Well, it could just be that when they go to lower the casket, you just see Freddy's arm come up and grab the casket and pull it back down. Oh my God, that would be fucking awesome. Oh, he jumps up ah. <laughs> Unless
1: you have Wes Craven dressed up as Freddy Krueger in his coffin. Oh, that's so horrible. Oh wait, but I'm wrong. <laughs> One, two, Freddy's oh. Coming for oh God! You. All right. So um, let's move on to our first half, which is the new um, Guy Ritchie movie. And I keep saying Guy Ritchie movie because, obviously, in in the synopsis, we'll mention it. This particular title has had a history from before. Um, The movie we're going to be talking about is Man from Uncle. And with a synopsis. Me? (laughs) Yes. The man who can't stand getting interrupted. MFG, Mike the final. I'm trying to talk right now.
3: (laughs) All righty. The man from Uncle. Yes? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs>
1: don't make me one-arm swordsman you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't 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 make him do Remember last time where, where he had that one word and he kept pressing the the button. Oh, I can just sit here in silence forever. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 no, you, think, no, you you can't. Uh, that'll just increase
3: the length of the show. <laughs> you <laughs> couldn't sit <here> in silence. <laughs> you listeners will suffer, not me. <laughs> Go ahead. All righty. Uh, the Man from U.N.C.L.E. is the 2015 feature film based on the 1964 TV series of the same name created by Sam Rolfe that starred Robert Vaughn and David McCollum. The movie was directed by Guy Ritchie and written by Ritchie and Lionel Wigram. With a $75 million budget, this action comedy spy film is on the fast track to failure, in nearly four weeks since its release, the film has earned only $42 million domestic and $47 million foreign for a grand total of $89 million. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 68% rating, while Metacritic gave it a 55 out of 100. That's not good.
1: Well, it's, it's better than Fantastic Four.
3: Uh, everything's better than Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Synopsis. We have Superman and, Lo- uh, and Lone Ranger team up in the weirdest crossover event in history but take the coolest code names ever. Napoleon Solo and Ilya Kuryakin are two wild and crazy spies from two wild and crazy sides of the Cold War. But when they meet, not a lot happens. (laughs) Uh, Sure, there was a girl they needed to save, then didn't need to. And there was a plot involving a nuclear warhead and a woman that used too much Botox. and. And yes, stuff that seemed like action scenes happened, but Solo was a one-note James Bond ripoff that you wanted to slap, whereas Koryakin was a well-developed character running around trying to rescue everyone from this sinking ship. The glam and fizz of the 1960s sets really lit up the screen, but the unremarkable story kept smothering them like a wet blanket. All right, and starring Henry Cavill as Napoleon Solo, Army Hammer as Ilya Koryakin, Alicia Vikander as Gabriella Teller, Elizabeth Debicki as Victoria Vincent-Gorera, Luca Cabani as Alexander Vincent Correra, Sylvester Groth as Uncle Rudy, Jared Harris as Saunders, and Hugh Grant as Mr. Waverly.
1: That was a, a surprise, by the way, seeing Hugh Grant in that movie.
3: It was a surprise, for the fact that I saw his name in
1: the credits. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, even before, I was like, okay, where is he going to be? And I was like, oh, he's not doing too much of a comedy thing. Not too much, anyway. Right, yeah. Well, it was a comedy spy movie,
3: so I guess he, he was allowed.
1: <laughs> well, wait, wait. What, what, let's, let's wait for that for the review. All right, so... Wait, wait. Oh. Warning: This segment may contain spoilers, so
2: leave Ralph alone. I
1: thought you were going to make a new one for yourself. I know Mike has one that he has in mind that he wants to do. I think you are going to make a new one.
2: Yeah. I will eventually. Because you complain, oh, why are we going a new one? I'm <laughs> going to surprise you with it. The surprises with it? Yeah. Of, that's, oh, something, hey, something, that's something something out of Saturday night. I'm gonna surprise you with
1: it. Oh yeah. And then then the giggle start. <laughs> <laughs> no, the giggle from her, not from you. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's how he giggles. <laughs> that that might begin
3: the surprise right there.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Man from Uncle. Let me start with a different question.
2: What does Uncle stand for? No, I was just joking. Oh God. <laughs> oh, it, Undercover. No. Network No. of No global Stop Global. Nope. Let me let me start <laughs> off with this question. <laughs> Uncle.
1: <laughs> um what did you hope for the movie to be and what did you end up getting? I
3: <laughs> hoped that they would really refresh a sixties uh you know TV show. Um and give me something, again, something akin to a Kingsman kind of like, wow, I'm impressed you did a great job because You have, what, over 50 years of spy movies done badly. Right. I'm not saying everyone was, but I'm just saying you have 50 years of spy movies done badly that you should know what to do and what not to do, especially as an experienced director. So that's what I was expecting. I was expecting something similar but refreshing all at the same
2: time. All right. All right. Ralph? I was expecting a very good filet mignon, and we just got an all right steak. All right. Mm -hmm. An, An all right steak. An all right steak. Digestible. Digestible. Okay. It wasn't the best steak in the world. It was no filet mignon. uh, Joe, did you see the movie? No. Oh, okay. Well, then shut the hell up. (laughs) I
0: can't be any more quiet.
3: (laughs) I can hear your blood pumping through your heart knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the the, the one arm whatever that movie was. <laughs> one-armed Swordsman. We we managed to watch One-armed Swordsman and Return of One-armed Swordsman on the El Rey network. And even
1: with all the commercials it was more interesting than uh, Man from Uncle. It actually was. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I'll say is this and because one thing that that that, that those movies and Man from Uncle had in common um beautifully bad blood no (laughs) beautifully um like like the lighting was great the the visuals were great i mean um the man from uncle one thing that and i'll answer the question that i threw out to you guys what i expected was because it's a guy Ritchie movie and guy richie's attached to it you Mm -hmm. specialize you you expect stylized um very trendy hip kind of a movie right and you got that Yeah, you you did did get that i mean visually it does move in certain ways my like one of my likes is that the the sets were
3: beautiful i mean it was it was just very very beautiful uh you know it was just ultra uh brightly lit in the daylight uh, setting so that everything was very sleek, um, you know even though it's uh, set in sixty three and that's mm-hmm. what uh, what fifty two years ago right. it still looked brand new of course everything was new, but it just looked brand new and shiny and it looked like what you hoped the sixties were like you know, it looked sh- black people didn't seem to be oppressed I don't know
1: what was going on. <laughs> black people weren't even around exactly <laughs> in that movie I'm like, what black person oh
3: no, not no, even no. the help
2: it was they were in Europe.
3: When like
2: when it was let's see Berlin,
3: yeah, the, the place it
1: wasn't in America.
3: Yeah, no. it was
2: in Berlin.
1: <laughs> I don't know what movie you were watching, but they weren't in America. <laughs> and then there was Italy. Well, no. What, what I'm saying is that it's just what. Anyway,
2: no, I know what you're saying. I mean, if you wanted to see some black people, you just be like, hey, you should just know. looked in the theater or go to another movie.
1: <laughs> 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 but I'll, I'll tell you, first off, straight out of Compton. <laughs> also, <laughs> that was this, a great movie. Before <laughs> before I make my point about about um this number one, you could tell how bad this movie is by by the second week. Not how bad, but how um, unsuccessful this movie is. By the second week, we're watching it in the smallest fucking theater. No, that's what I'm saying. This was
3: the fourth week. Oh, fourth week. Oh. But, but it would have been there already. That's what I'm saying. By the fourth week, it has only earned total of $89 million of its $75 million budget. Wow. That, that is a complete failure of a movie. Uh, that's worldwide, or is that? Worldwide, worldwide $89 worldwide. Million. They
2: broke even. No, no, no. no, no. You don't About count. half
3: of that money is gone you know, to back to the theaters. Um, yeah, that's, that's it, why whenever you hear it, it's at least double is what you consider a successful movie.
0: And then advertising and all that. Right. Um, right. Yeah.
1: But, but, I mean, just the fact that we were in such a small theater and we went to go watch it, it was like, oh. And that was, was, was only was, half full, too. Yeah, yeah. it was
2: downstairs. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, you go down to the we,
1: we were late for our food, and we still got a decent seat. I was like, oh, this, this. <laughs> that's good that we got good seats, but bad that, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but what I was going to say was about the look, it, from what we expected and what we got, It was kind of like a a GQ magazine. Everything was was so pretty and so pressed, but flat.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it it just like a GQ magazine or any style magazine. It it just or or even when you walk into like you know like one of those um, home decorating you know stores. Yeah. Everything looked like it looked like look but don't touch. Oh, definitely. Like and and including to the actors, it was just like don't move too much. You'll ruin that suit. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like because it it just. Uh, well, I don't want to get into my dislikes. I, I did want to say, um, I'll get to that in a moment. But uh, like I said, I love the sets. I thought the style of the film was very well crafted. Yes. When it was maintained, it was also unevenly styled, which I thought was weird. What do you mean? Well, because of the way like it would, it would go from this lighthearted comedy, too much comedy, back to kind of a regular action film to, I don't know what you went to, back to the comedy action film like it just it just seemed to not be able to follow its own style okay it was I, a very it was I, a very I, inconsistent style let's put it that
1: way i i, I can agree with you totally yeah. um i felt like they were pitching it as one thing and then it ended up being another then you got glimpses of what they were trying to pitch well, that's it what I'm as. Saying, exactly yeah. that's what i'm saying yeah. it was like no, three or four different styles exactly, yeah absolutely you
3: know? um and i also thought that the humor was initially palatable but then they didn't quite know when to stop <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> it's and, and do you think uh, henry cavill's character was guilty of a lot of those faux pas just the movie as a whole.
3: Henry Cavill was guilty of a lot of faux pas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A lot of faux pas. One thing I'll say is that because we're going to stay on our likes for a little bit. I mean, I agree with Mike. The look of it was fantastic. Wait, we were doing likes
2: right now? Couldn't tell about you guys. I I, I said (laughs) the likes. Listen up. Clean those ears out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. I mean, mean, it visually was beautiful and it's almost like Mad Men and I didn't watch that show. But one thing is when you watch Mad Men, the style is just so crisp but you're like, wow, I should go to the store and like buy some suits and shit. at least Pick. some soap. <laughs> <laughs> well, you well, I mean, if you, well, I'm not even starting there, I was gonna in say, words, he's not gonna buy any soap. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, if you, if you, I mean, shut up, <laughs> <laughs> there was five thoughts in my head, and none of them came out, and none so. of them involved soap. <laughs> what I'm saying is that, um, you it was just some it, soap. Shut, shut up does <laughs> this pick on the cap day is it because it's our anniversary or our anniversary actually passed our, our
3: anniversary passed yeah. and not a, one of you gave a damn about it no clip show no anything I mean, you know what I forgot I yeah yeah. yeah I remember just like you a sound man. like my wife bro come on You <laughs> <laughs> sound like my wife oh my god
0: it's not on his, his watch you're not you're not cooking don't care about
1: it. <laughs> you're complaining you're not cooking you are my wife <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not
2: giving you anything so exactly, anyway. there you go. exactly. <laughs> no, no, slow down <laughs> slow down
1: I'm still Happy, let's relax. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> Next thing you he know, the happy. cap is single. <laughs> he's, still,
3: he's still happy, and so that Freddy Krueger ringtone shows up on someone's phone. <laughs> oh, fucked up. Let's get back to this goddamn movie. <laughs>
0: so, back to your uh, backhanded compliments.
3: <laughs> now, that I will give you. I was giving out backhanded compliments, but there were compliments there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Rob, what did you like? Everything.
3: <laughs> he, he had a good time
1: Ralph was enjoying the film
2: I thinking, Wait you- wait Was that Bullwinkle? Hey <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rocky Hey Rocky Why <laughs> pull the rabbit <laughs> On <over> my hat? <laughs> Again
3: <'Cause it's laughs> up my sleeve I'm, Oh Bullwinkle <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh my god Must have been the wrong hat <laughs> Oh my god but Okay but I, One thing I will say Yeah Ralph You definitely will not forget a lot of the jokes What did you enjoy?
2: Actually, I quite enjoyed the story and the comedy in the movie. I, I'm very lighthearted. What can I say? No, I mean okay. if it worked for you, that's fine. I mean it's nothing. I, I, for, I mean, again, it, the humor didn't work for
3: me that well, but it it didn't ruin the movie for me. Like there's times when the, the inappropriate humor or just the way you craft humor can ruin a movie for me. So that's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't fault the humor for my the things that I don't like about the film. Even I, though it, I didn't even like, though it was one of the things I didn't like hmm, about the and film. don't get
1: me confused. I don't don't confuse me about what I like. I I, I agree with Mike about the look and about what it messed up, but the humor did not bother me. The, it was it was a lot. We'll get to the dislikes in a second.
2: I know I, I know you didn't like uh, the way uh, Henry Cavill was like just like one mode the entire movie. Dude, he was yeah, one I actually, only. <laughs> mode. I don't know. Like I saw I saw depth where there where you guys didn't see. I don't know.
1: You yeah. saw depth. Yes. Depth, D E P T H. Depth. You yes. saw that. Yes. So oh, I, I mean, I mean, to each his own. I mean, you're also nearsighted, so I mean, <laughs>
2: that
1: is true. I am nearsighted. I'm just saying because how is their depth? I mean, when he was angry, he was the same tone. When he was upset, he was the same tone. When he's annoyed, he was slightly different. You, you got his post. Him, his post sex face. face was the same pose. Like I'm, I'm like <laughs> my I, post I, sex face is the same.
3: Really? I'm not, You're not doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> my face is good looking. Are you serious? <laughs> We've seen it.
1: Wow. <laughs> wow. That's just. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh i feel like we're back i feel like we're in a rhythm go ahead
2: oh it was me yes so I, I i enjoyed that and then uh what was the other guy's name army Arnie army hammer army hammer. Yeah. hammer yeah Ilya. yeah he i actually thought he was pretty good too and then like that whole rage thing that he had going on mm-hmm. where he was like trying to suppress it and i thought it was funny like the ways that he um when he hurt those the boys Right. as a way to like get out his rage. Well, That's see, funny.
3: So, see, the thing is, that, and going to now what we were just talking about with uh, Henry Cavill, which is one of my big dislikes of him in this film. Because I, I, I mean, I'm fine with him normally as an actor, but like you were saying that he had depth. Look at him versus Army Hammer. Like in yeah. list, look at Napoleon Solo versus uh, Ilya Kodiakin. You you saw that he had rage. You knew that yeah. he was a man of pride. But then you saw when he was in his relaxed mode. You saw him acting undercover. Army, I mean Napoleon Solo. Nothing. He was just a dick.
2: From scene one to scene closed. And you know what it is? Because I'm such a dick, I guess I could see. You are not a dick. Oh, I can't. You're an ass. You're not a dick. (laughs) (laughs) You're a rear, not a front. You know what's funny, though? Napoleon Solo is my porn star name. Nah. <laughs> oh my god! Solo as in alone. I was about to say.
4: Masturbation productions present. And he still gets it in the
3: rear. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> no, but, but that was my problem because I thought that um, Ilya Kordiakin I thought was a very well fleshed out character for the movie. I'm not saying that he couldn't have been done even more, but he he had you. He was interesting. i agree you know because you didn't know like for instance the fact that you didn't know what he was going to do at any given moment like you didn't know when his anger was going to take over or when he'd suppress it whereas henry cavill's character, napoleon solo he was just is he going to be a dick right now yes is he going to be a
1: dick now yes and later he's going to be a dick (laughs) i think also the the way the the way the, the way they revealed um him as a character because with the difference between Ilya and napoleon was with napoleon solo they talked about how he got to where he was in the, um, in the CIA. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and that was kind of like a, like a montage of, of, well, of pictures and stuff yeah. where, where Army, you, you showed throughout the movie yeah. how things happened. So it wasn't like, they, I mean, they told you where he's from, but then, I mean, the conversation when they were having the tea. And that's how you found out about, you know, his father and his mother and all that stuff. Yeah. And then you go to um, a- another scene when he was with, um, you know, when he was with Gabby. And, and, and you see how he is with women. It just, right. It, so, so they, they kind of show you little how by about, little. How about
3: even picking out the clothes? Yeah. I mean, it was just like little things. Like it was a, he was a very interesting character, whereas Napoleon Solo's character, I mean, his backstory wasn't even interesting. I mean, it was just, he was a really good soldier. And then after the war, he decided to steal artwork. And he somehow taught himself a bunch of languages and just became a really good thief. And you're like, okay, so basically you're telling me that this is white collar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but actually, that guy and you know his name was the star white collar. Uh, oh, Matt Bomber, was was Matt Bomber. Yeah, he would have been a much. I think he actually would have been a better character because also I think that Henry Cowell he was too large for the part he was playing because you already had Army Hammer that's supposed to be the brawn, yeah. right? So that. Because that was also the weird thing is, is cause, I mean, even under that suit, you could see he still had a Superman build. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, Henry Cavill, I mean, was, oh, yeah. no, Henry Cavill was huge in that movie, but yet then he was also being taken down really easily. So it was very unbelievable. They actually should have just had Mike Wilmer do the party; would have been, I think, a lot better. Yeah, probably. No he's a great actor. And, and he's got a lot more range being, because he's a dick yeah. in, in white collar, <laughs> but he's got a range, you know, like, so that I was just very disappointed in
1: that. All right. I guess let's go right to what things we don't like
2: wait, wait I, that's what we've been doing <laughs> right? well I mean my likes weren't that long I feel so.
1: no, really bad for no, no, this no, no, movie no no no, no 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 no. when we were talking about likes and even though we were disliking it it's more like let's go on a date I hope we fuck <laughs> now, now I'm like saying let's talk about bad no no we're <laughs> now fucking now, you know no, no now, fuck.
3: now now, there's no fuck <laughs> <laughs> now you're like no fucks out of the car Ugh, what a yeah. waste of $100 oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah. flashback there Joey <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> um like i had already pointed i thought that the tone and the style of the film was uneven. even that was one of the things that kept getting me because it was just it just didn't flow clearly for me but um and then like i said before i also thought that the humor eventually it felt forced like uh and it also got repetitive too like like for instance like uh there's a scene uh where solo's ignoring uh Koriak and that's in the speedboat and then you see the fire kind of go off casually behind yeah and then that's followed up with what happens. Solo and Koryakin are talking, and a scientist catches on fire. Like it was also just like, oh, you've used that, you've used this twice now in the movie. That's not good pacing and writing by that point.
1: I felt the tone was set at a certain level, and the tone in the beginning is fine because you're beginning. I'm sorry, um, you're beginning to set up an idea of a movie. Now, when things get exciting, the tone's supposed to go up, and when things get sad or whatever, the tone's supposed to go down it didn't really waver that that, that, no, that, that dramatically. No. Like, when things were action, I mean, there was the action scene where um, where Ilya was getting robbed when Ilya and Gabby were in, um, right. yeah, when they were in Rome and they, and they were going to get robbed. Right,
3: and he wasn't supposed to react.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it, that felt weird, but even the fight sequence, I'm like, I didn't even really see him fight because I felt like the camera was so closed up on... On, um, on his chest or whatever. You couldn't yeah. see his hand movement. You couldn't even tell what the fuck he did. He I don't hit know. If he grabbed his throat. dick or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah here, no, right. No, he, he hit him hit in his him, throat. Him in the throat. But again, but it's just that it,
3: it was kind of what the cat was saying. And I kind of agree with that scene as well. Is that it just, the humor, I got that the humor that was there, you know, he's supposed to laugh at, oh, you know, he did something even though he wasn't supposed to. But it just didn't feel effective. It just kind of felt yeah. like, eh, you know, like I, I just feel like it was just like a, a lot of the film had the problem of, You know, like if if style was the bread and that the story was kind of like the gourmet food, you filled up on a lot of bread. (laughs) <laughs> and then there wasn't a lot of room left for the food after this that. This movie's The
1: Olive Garden? <laughs> Pretty much. <you> know. <laughs> it's The Olive Garden of films. <laughs> Which, if you tell my wife, my wife loves Olive Garden. But uh, it's because of the bread. The bread yeah. is fucking awesome. Yeah, exactly. But in your analogy, I mean, the bread is not that good. It's yeah. when you talking about, gourmet meals. Yeah,
3: you know. Um, I also
1: felt that the movie
3: dragged a bit more in the second half. A, a bit?
1: Yeah, well, I was being <laughs> kind. Mm-hmm. I actually wrote that
3: it just dragged. <laughs> 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 I decided to qualify it a bit. Um, Yeah, I, I felt that... um. For it, it, they tried to feel that they were being clever with their twist and it wasn't clever it just seemed to drag the film longer yeah and didn't it seem like the film just wouldn't end it's only 116 minutes long it felt like
1: Transformers the last
3: one yeah it just, we just kept going you're like going. oh this is the end oh it's not
1: <laughs> yeah
3: you know
1: so I had a problem with that one so yeah the second half for me dragged uh, quite a bit what was what was um things that you didn't like about it, Ralph? I know you said you liked it a lot more than we did, but what are some things you're like, yeah, you know, I could have done without that or
2: uh honestly I can't think of anything that like really bugged me about the movie. Okay. I th- I thought it was a pretty good movie. Oh, you know,
3: also, I'm sorry, when you said they're bugging me like early on in the movie, because this is now the first major scene, this is when uh solo is trying to get Gabby out of the uh, out of Germany. I, I was looking at the, I'm watching the film and again it's just again, it it angers me when I see bad writing. But, again, the writing suffered because they tried to make it such a cool scene. Think about it. The, the plan had fallen the shit. So, uh, you know, for those of you who haven't seen the film, um, Solo and Koryakin haven't met and become friends yet. They're right now just enemy spies that have never met each other before. Solo's trying to save Gabby Teller. They're in a car together and being chased by Koryakin. All right. So his plan has fallen the shit. And he's had to now go in a car down a back alley and jam the car between these two buildings, which obviously was not the original plan, right? I mean, you're with me, I'm, I'm assuming. Right. Right? Well, okay. Right, we're feeling that him jamming the car between these two buildings when he's escaping Koriakon, who he would not have known would have been following him, because obviously that's not part of your plan, is to be chased. So you know that this was not part of the plan, right? Well, no, actually, I think the whole thing was part of the plan. Well, why would you jam a car there where you could just walk? To the building, if you weren't being pursued well, that's, by a spy, that's
2: where the entrance was for the, like the but why entrance. would
3: you jam a car if you're not being pursued? Because the window
2: was higher than the stairs. So you would no have just gone into the, 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 the door stairs. of the building, but then people see you come in the front. They won't see the car crash between two buildings. No, because I was through it either way.
0: He's a spy, and it's cold <laughs> okay. all right, all right. So, so, in other words, so, <laughs> then, you, so so then, in other words,
3: Ralph does agree that wasn't part of a plan because that makes no sense as a plan. That
2: was part of the plan. Okay, I think think what Mike's trying to say is that if that's part of the
3: plan, then that is even worse than the point that I was going to make, (laughs) that instead of going into a building, when everyone's in their apartments, they wouldn't see him going up the steps, they wouldn't be noisy, he would just go to the roof, versus crashing a car, which is loud and will get everyone's attention, breaking into an apartment. He crashed between two... No, he wasn't. Okay, crashed. I'm sorry. He smushed. jammed it yeah, loudly between two buildings, which would shake the foundations of both buildings, get everyone looking out of the building and noticing people walking, walk, walking into a window. It's
2: East Berlin. If you hear an explosion, you're not going to look your head out the window. So way.
3: again, I'm assuming you're saying that you agree that this is the most ridiculous plan if that was the plan.
2: And no, it actually makes sense.
3: <laughs> and if you believe that, then the rating of that movie, <laughs> you wonder why we take kindly to you. Ralph? So my point of the okay. whole thing is this. That's a ridiculous plan. All right. And it obviously was not the plan um, that he originally had. So he's climbing into this building. He goes up to the roof and they gra- the people that are on his side grappling hook him. Right. They're waiting for him there. Yeah. You know, but again, like I said, this... Couldn't have been part of the plan because he was making up as he was going along.
2: Well, no, no, no. That was part of the plan. No, it, was it wasn't part that, of the plan because if, if, it was, if
3: it was part of the plan, you're a good spy. Would you know how to get there or not? Yeah. He did not know how to get there. He was reading the map that he stole from Gabby's place of business. Didn't you see when he, they, was, he
2: was making a plan. When,
3: when they escaped because they weren't expecting to be caught that early, he grabbed the map because he didn't know where he was going. That no, he proves
2: knew, he knew where he didn't know was, where he was going. He just didn't know how to get there,
3: so he needed a map. So, so then, if you're a spy, climb, because you he's right, you're a spy that needs to get to a building, you don't know where it is.
2: All right, all right, no, no, no. Listen, listen. <laughs> he's he knows he's being followed, so you have to plan a route so that you can um, throw the tail.
3: But you just said it was his plan to jam it between the building, so he yeah. had to know how to get there. Yeah, he does. So
1: then he wouldn't have needed the map.
3: The, he m- would need the map. to the plan mor- the route.
1: <laughs> the moral of the story is. Next time Ralph and I go out and you say, oh, we're going to watch this movie. I heard it's good. I'm going to say, man of Uncle Good. <laughs> <laughs> my point is, though.
2: I wasn't how- <laughs> the one that suggested the movie.
3: <laughs> the, the, the movie was filled with a lot of that. That was my problem. With no, it, I understand. You know, it, was just, it, was a, it was a lot of stuff that just it didn't make sense. It was kind of like, um, in that sense, it was kind of very much like uh, the Mission Impossible, which also had a lot of plots that didn't make sense in it. Okay.
1: I didn't see, see, I didn't see the last one, so... Right. It's not um, bad. And I think that's what they kind of wanted it to be, not not wanted to be Mission Pop. They wanted to be cute and stylish and yeah. all that stuff. And but it, they try to force so many things. Like they try to force the relationship with Ilya and Gabby. Like you know, they really, try, I yeah. mean, no, they if, really if tried. It felt forced. First, you yeah, know, it, like, was forced. it wasn't like a natural progression. They try to make it natural. Like you know, okay, now they're forced to. You know, he's forced to be her undercover. You know, pseudo fiance, fiance. fiance. and then like they they fall in love. It. it did, it, it, but you you saw the writing on walls very contrite in the way they kind of set it mm-hmm. up, and I think that's why I was like, uh, "Here we go." Yeah, and, and the double cross. Oh, here we go—the double cross. Right. E- even though I did, I didn't see that coming. I wasn't too surprised. I was like, "Oh, she double crossed. Well, that's that's
3: what I'm saying before about how some of the things it just felt like, "Oh, this should be towards the oh, you've changed something." It just kind of like, kind of felt like when well, you put that in there. Just to make your movie longer, right. you know, kind of a feel. I feel like it
1: was trying to be too cute for its own good. Yeah. Like the movie was tra- with, with the jokes and with the with the cool little visuals and all that. It was trying to be too cute, and it locked down the story. Even the ending was kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, it was cool the way it happened. I thought it was cool, him talking to her and him breaking down what's going to happen and what she right. thinks is happening. But when the actual payoff or when the money shot happens, right. it, <laughs> it, it's <laughs> hey. <laughs> 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 when the money shot happens for 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 um, what happens to the villain it was just such a bad payoff I'm like that's it all this running around and that's all we well, get well that's the whole thing is that like
3: you you didn't get a really strong sense of exactly what was so world threatening i mean it's kind of like you threw around the word uh nuclear just to get people to what sc- warhead
2: and that was enough to
3: make me go, oh, world-threatening, and I'm like, I'm not really sure what the villain exactly was
2: planning. You well, know? what happens is, right? So they sold this one warhead; mm-hmm. they have the data to make many more, right? So, and then they're part of a Nazi organization, trying, bent on world.
1: Oh no! I, I get, I get, I get, I get the yeah. threat, but it it didn't feel like a threat at all. No, and it no. also the, didn't feel it, like within the storytelling. It's yeah. almost like telling a story about you know there was this guy with a hat and you know he had blades on his fingers and you know he would go and kill people in the dreams. Or you can be more dynamic. This was not dynamic enough yeah. to make me interested. Well, it
3: was also just that like you didn't feel a sense of her connected to the rest of the criminal empire. Right. Like another, it was just like okay, you've stolen a nuclear warhead or two. What are you going to do with them? Like, you know, I mean, just didn't I didn't have an impending sense of like Russia and America has to work together in order to stop this threat. They left kind of it feel. open
2: for the sequel.
3: Oh, not that part. I'm talking about cuz they resolved the, the issue of the mission. I'm just saying that it just I, didn't I know, feel, you know, yeah, but
2: they, they left you know. a lot for the sequel.
3: Uh, at, at 89 million, there is no sequel. So I, I tell you that right now. Look at the Fantastic Four. There's a sequel. No, no. There is a sequel scheduled by Fox. Uh, <laughs> Let's see when the, the money talks. Let's see what we're looking at in 2017. It's, All like, right. it's like
1: going on a bad date, and we're supposed to be going on a second date, but you could always cancel. Same yeah. thing. Not that I never know about that. I've always had good dates. Uh huh. Yeah.
3: But yeah, at 89 million, um, after four weeks, I'd be very surprised if there is going to be a sequel. I mean, obviously, they want it to be one, but. I can't see it yeah, happening. Honey, you know
2: what? I'm going to start a Kickstarter campaign for them. Yeah, okay. You, w- you would. <laughs> <laughs> you go for that. Let's go, world. We need Man from Uncle if, 2. If, if you can get another writer, that'd be great. Because
1: i watch it. I told you. The v- visual. Let Guy Ritchie direct. Don't let him write it.
2: I'll write it myself.
1: Sorry, Guy Ritchie. Can't be on the show now. <laughs> well, now, now,
3: hold, now, hold on there. Now, we, we might want to rethink that. Uh, Ralph did say he was going to write it himself. So, <laughs> Tanks galore. <laughs> oh tank my. here,
2: tank there, tank everywhere. <laughs> so two fish were in a tank, one said to the other, do you know how to drive this thing?
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> two
2: soldiers were in a tank. They drowned. Oh, my God. Why? When did this become the corn
3: show? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I'm is, so stunned. I feel like I'm watching Man from Uncle again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you like these jokes, you'll love Man from Uncle. <laughs> Um, anything else you want to add before we rename the movie? Nope. 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 All right. So if you had a chance to rename this movie, what would you rename? it? I have a couple renames. Um, Superman, AKA Don Draper or Superman gets electrocuted. Cause that scene was kind of cool. <laughs> 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 I was like, wow. It, it's just so weird because I, I, every time I see him now, I, I only think of him as Superman.
3: I uh, see. I didn't have that problem. I mean, I initially saw him. Superman, see him in the thing else. I think that's why, but, um, I, I really haven't that. I can think of. It's just that I, Maybe it's because I'm not a big fan of Man of Steel that I, I'm not seeing him as Superman right now. You know? yeah. Just like as much as I, pr- I make fun of Brandon Roth, I don't see him as Superman because I'm trying to forget him as Superman.
2: <laughs> so you see him as uh, the Atom?
3: I just see him as Brandon Roth. <laughs> oh my God. Bad actor. And speaking of which, I'd rename this movie Lifetime Original Movie, Henry Cavill, The, Br- the Brandon Roth Years.
1: <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> what about you, Ralph? What would you rename the movie?
2: I would call it. The man from Oh my God, that was funny!
1: Wow, <laughs> I can't wait to hear these ratings. <laughs> One thing I'll say, Henry Cavill, very stunning looking guy, but it's kind of like kind of like a Spice Girls um video. Turn off the sound, you you get the same effect. You don't really need to listen. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, wow, he's got really sharp lines, like his mm-hmm. jaw and everything. Like he's a re- like he's, it's almost like Archer. You know, how Archer has that black outline. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of the, the way he
2: looks. But I'm like. Or when he, he acts like that. actually, I, when we were watching the movie, I had a thought. I'm like, if um, if they made a live action Archer, Henry Cavill could do it.
1: He'd be great. He'd be just as flat as the mm-hmm. fucking cartoon. Uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> actually, Archer has a lot of
3: emotion though in his voice, and I hadn't seen that yet. <laughs> I, don't, I I can see Henry
2: Cavill going Lana. Oh my Lana! god! Lana. I started watching. Actually, that I th- can't. <laughs>
1: I started watching that show finally.
2: Oh, have you never watched it before?
1: I watched it here and there, oh, but I never really... Sure, it's the, funny, it's Get funny out. as fuck. Get out, it's funny. Really? Get From out the right guy now. who's been about to give this movie an 8 rating? Get out. <laughs> Get out. Yeah. But, I, um,
3: no, the other thing, though, but, when you had mentioned that is that uh, it reminded me that uh, a couple of friends were just like, oh, you know, when they saw the trailer, they were like, yeah, can't you see Henry Cavill as James Bond?
1: The answer is no. <laughs> 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 and there's a lot of bad choices for the new James Bond between him and Hugh Jackman and they're talking about a bunch of people. Yeah, I'm Hugh like, Oh, come I'm on! i like, quit the shit. Stop.
3: Just give
2: it to yourself.
1: No, I don't feel like rewriting
3: the whole James Bond history just so that no. people have a black man as James Bond.
2: No, it could just be the designation Double O, right?
3: Which is rewriting the entire James Bond history. It's oh. always
2: been one man. Oh, but, forget that. Not rewriting, make it's a next step. How about?
1: How one. about? I, I got a great idea, and and I'm sorry to take your your idea. Yeah. Just write a black spy well, well, movie. Well, that's what I was just
3: about to—I <laughs> was just about to say—and I've written on other uh, other sites. I'm like, you know, and the thing is, actors of color say the exact same thing repeatedly. That's like, stop giving us white characters that you just decide to make them a different race. Write another character. Is it going to kill you to write a spy guy, a guy that's black? And then people can go like, wow, this reminds me like a really cool James Bond movie. Reminding me like a really cool James Bond movie is not an insult. You now have your own vehicle. You have a whole second franchise. You are you're not you haven't just gotten down to one. You have two franchises now about spies. And you haven't done anything to the James Bond history. But otherwise, it's like... I mean, I love Idris, um, Idris Elba, but uh, James Bond's white. What you got to say over there, Mr. Joe?
0: You expect originality. There's no originality oh, anymore. I don't expect it. I'm hoping for it. And, well, your hopes are dashed.
3: <laughs> well, I don't think Idris Elba. I, I just can't see them going that far with uh, Bond. Because like I said, they really will shake the roots of the James Bond history. I mean, and not because people are being racist. It's just that, you know, it's, it's no longer, it's the same bond, you know, like, like at, at what point does Blofeld go? Oh yeah. I just never noticed he was black before when he was hiding amongst
1: all my other white workers. <laughs> you know. it, it's funny because they make them black. It reminds me of Charlie's Angels when they brought Bernie Mac into the fold mm-hmm. to take place of Bill Murray's character. Yeah. And it's Bosley. saying that, that was a name. Right. Bo- Bosley. I'm these like, it's kind of like, the, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, God, that's what it is. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> so, All right. So let's go. Speaking of Dash, let's dash to these ratings. Ratings for Man from Uncle. I'm interested in Ralph. Well,. Really? I'm not interested in that. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of sexy in that shirt <laughs> yeah. right there, too. I'm I flattered. Yeah, I mean if I was in the polar bears, I mean maybe, but no.
2: <laughs> I'm flattered, but you know, I don't think Gigi would be too kind about <laughs> you that. You know what I she meant? She probably sure. doesn't care. Okay, probably. I'm, sorry, <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry, let me finish that sentence.
1: I'm interested in Ralph's waiting for this movie.
2: Oh, uh, okay. That's a lot better. All right. Oh, cause, I, you, cause you were scared. <laughs> 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 we'll talk about that text another time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I give it an eight.
1: Out of 10. Eight, eight, eight out of 10? Yeah. Nice. Nice for what? <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. Okay.
2: Visually, it was amazing, and I actually I agree. enjoyed the no. humor. Visually, it was amazing. No, I can see you amazing.
1: like it. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to give it three good-looking spies who can't fight for shit out of 10. <laughs> wow. You really hated that movie. Yeah, I did.
3: <laughs> as much as I dislike the movie, uh, this probably my rating is surprising after all I said. I actually give it six. I thought Guy Ritchie's worst mistake was marrying a Madonna out of 10. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thought it was until now. Um, I like I said as much as I disliked a lot of things in the film, it was entertaining to watch in a way. Um, even though like at one point Cap's like, "Did you fall asleep?" I'm like, I kept trying to. (laughs) Not because it was so interesting, but like that I couldn't sleep. But I'm just like, I'm here to watch it. But it wasn't interesting. But I also realized by the end, I'm like, part of me wants to own this film just because it's so beautifully shot and, and like and, you know i have a nice big screen see it on blue. i actually kind of want to see it again even though i know i won't like the film anymore and don't
1: know? get me wrong my original rating was like a five but i really feel like i mean it was a waste of money for that but I, I would have rather seen it on hbo oh, well, definitely yeah or or if this would have been like um if this movie could have been like encapsulated in a picture and i put it up on my wall sure <laughs> no problem yeah so that was, is good actually that is
3: good advice like you know um wait for it to hit dvd or netflix really i mean you know you're you're not
1: you're definitely not missing anything from the large screen it's a rainy rental that's what it is rainy day oh shit i got nothing else to watch watch it and and, at worst comes to worst have a couple of drinks and do some chuckles (laughs) (laughs) oh matter of fact it could be a drinking game take a shot every time um henry cavill says some kind of like um um really sarcastic or dickish joke are Take he, a drink every time he doesn't show any emotion.
2: <laughs> You'll be drunk before, like, the first five minutes? You'll be dead. Before, the, before the credits are over. Alcohol <laughs> <I'll> failure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, and just to get you included, Joe, Joe, I know you didn't see the movie, but after hearing multiple sides, is this something you're going to end up taking a look at anyway, or are you avoiding this like the plague?
0: Oh, I just one of these that's going to end up on the queue, like, 150, 151 out of, like, hundred dvds on my list. dvds what are those yeah i, I, st- I still rent dvds yes.
1: wow oh my god i guess i still can't believe Do you have doing a time
2: that. machine that you go back and get them yes
0: it's called blockbuster video Oh <laughs> my <are> Blockbuster! <laughs> <laughs> i'll say they're bankrupt <laughs> hence uh, i get the dvds for free. it's a bum named blockbuster <laughs> Um, His actual you- name is
1: Blackbuster, but <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to say. <laughs> so there you have it. Man from Uncle. Actually, the acronym should probably be a four letter word. So we'll be back with more. <laughs> Meanwhile, 22 pages later, after I jump in Ralph's car and try to jam it in between two buildings and planet. Oh. <laughs> so you've watched Daredevil twice? Sure, you're gonna pass judgment, Mr. I Love Barbwire. Hey, Grumpy Oldman, we're recording a commercial here. Whoa, 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 you're just mad because we're not talking about your all-time favorite movie, Tomcats. Isn't that only watched by twelve year old girls? Ralph is a twelve-year-old girl, have you not seen him? Hey,
2: that's a good movie. Yeah,
1: sure. (laughs) Hey guys, this is the Cap here with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph the Tech, inviting you to join the conversation from the show. We know you love Doctor Who, superheroes and
3: their villains, gaming and TV and movie watching but you need some very honest reviews from some very funny guys.
2: So why don't you join in the conversation? Check out our Facebook page where you can like it and even leave a comment. And if you want to share it with your friends, our podcast is located on iTunes and also on SoundCloud.
1: Because you hear what they say, great comic book debates are better in numbers. Now back to the show. All right, now we're back for the second half. And it's funny because Joey was a pretty quiet contributor, obviously because he didn't see the movie, but I, th- this particular part of the show, I know he had an invested interest in, and I actually have an invested interest in his answer. Let me explain. Um, toys has pretty much captured the imagination of children for about, probably about a hundred years, maybe more than that. Within the past 40 years, toys have become more flashy, more dynamic and more elaborate. Some toys were so awesome that you would be salivating <laughs> for the next time. You were going to get a gift. But sometimes because it was so great or so expensive, you didn't get it. (laughs) So what I asked the Meanwhile 22 crew and Joe um, is to name a toy that you really wanted and you knew you couldn't get because either A, your mother refused to buy it because it's expensive or she refused to buy it because she didn't have room. Or um, um, when the toy was released, you were an adult already. You couldn't buy a toy. You couldn't justify it. Or you just never had the opportunity. So, Um, The reason why I said this is such a thing for Joe is because, see, I've I've known Joe for a very long time. Very long time. And when Joe. the dawn of time. Prison butt buddies. (laughs) (laughs) Some would would have thought. (laughs) Some would have (laughs) think that. (laughs) Like our parents. (laughs) (laughs) Like our parents. And Joe was somebody that every toy that was out, he would get. Don't, Don't. Made it made like
0: I was rich. I live in the Bronx. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't say you, that you lived in the penthouse. I was just saying you got every toy you wanted. <laughs> I
0: was the only child. They had nothing else to spend on.
1: So one thing I will say is that I'm very interested in Joe's answer because I'm just very interested because a lot of toys that I would want, he had it like the day it came out. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, all right. So let me start with Ralph, who's, who just became um, a non-teenager a couple of years ago. So what was the toy that you, you salivated on? You loved the, the, the features of it, but you knew you weren't going to get
2: it. Well, there was this uh, Transformers Optimus Prime toy. the one. I don't know if you've ever seen Beast Wars. Yeah, of course i seen Beast Wars. Okay. No. You've never seen Beast Wars? No. no <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't even like Transformers okay. itself. <laughs> okay. Well, Mike, you don't know what you're missing. So uh, the season, there's this, uh, right when the season was ending, Apparently, Optimus Prime. Uh, he, throughout the show he goes through a few transformations. Uh-huh. He starts off as a gorilla. Then Apparently they. Ha- he was a truck. Well, okay. Well, well, wars. Uh, explain ah, explain okay.
1: Beast Force for two seconds. Right, uh, two right. seconds.
2: Transformers land prehistoric era. Scan only animals around. Okay. All right.
1: So it's the same story as Transformers, just instead of them landing around our time, they land in the prehistoric time.
2: All right. So, uh, so he Optimus Prime starts out as a gorilla. Then he becomes sort of like this, like cyber gorilla, where with like a, a hoverboard, they could like they have like two modes. What the hell did he scan for that? Oh no no no! Well, it, there was like some sort of like power surge oh, like, okay. that transformed them. So instead of so now they have they have three modes. First is just beast mode, and then like Autobot like full mode, right? Okay. Then after that, they have uh, like vehicle mode, beast mode, and the Autobot mode. Okay. So uh, after that, Optimus Prime goes through a third transformation where. He um, takes the spark of uh, an, an, a prime uh, transformer, like one of the, the big ones. Okay. And he takes it in, into his body, and it transforms him, and he turns into like this tank, jet plane. Of course. How, how did I not see this Gorilla transformer. This was crazy. And you wonder why I do not watch this show? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like your description hasn't even made me curiously go to YouTube yet. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the toy was fucking awesome. Now, what I was could, what was awesome about the toy? He had three different transformations. Okay. So he had the jet plane. Multiple personalities and whatnot. (laughs) Well, well, actually, it was four. The jet plane, the tank, the gorilla mode, and then uh, full Autobot Autobot mode. Oh, okay. So I saw that. uh, I saw that Toys R Us, and I I was like, holy shit. I'm like, mom, mom, you got to get me this. This is what I want for Christmas. And then she just looks at it, and she's like, no, that's too expensive.
1: I'm like, uh... <laughs> Were you one of those that would plot and try to find other ways to get that bought for yourself? Did you try and push her down the steps with
3: the insurance? What? Yes. Listen, I that's used what? to. I, you heard it here. <laughs> Please. Now, well, not, not to that one.
2: She, uh, so. Not that mother? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that mother. So I, I used to be in the Boy Scouts, and then. Wait, we, wait, wait, wait.
1: What?
0: Now we see the other thing he would do for money for the toy. <laughs> Listen, Scoutmaster, I just want that damn Transformer. <laughs> do whatever you want.
3: I'm getting a badge and something. <laughs> could, you, could, could I at least put a
2: rug down? My knees hurt. <laughs> All right. So I used to be a Boy Scout, and we used to do a Secret Santa. Okay. So uh, I asked my mom, uh, you know, can we, get, uh, can we go buy a present for the Secret Santa? It's so like all right, so we go to the, to the Salvation Army because we're not supposed to spend more than like five bucks on the gift, mm-hmm. right? I see the toy there. Stop! I swear to God, <laughs> stop! I is this I like see- the same year? That's what no, I'm no, like No, this is, oh oh, i like, was like, what? It's like a year afterwards. <laughs> oh okay, because it wasn't a very popular. <laughs> wasn't a popular toy. <laughs> I guess not. But it, I see it there in the box and everything, no missing parts. So then, and it was like five bucks. I should know it was like ten bucks. And oh, was double your budget. Yeah, yeah no, but I tell I t- my mom, oh, let's get this. This would be a good toy for somebody. Wait. Of course, her
1: not remembering. Wait. So,
2: yeah. So, it's, it's a grab bag Secret Santa. So, I made sure. Oh,
1: no, you didn't. <laughs> are, you, are, are,
2: you, are you admitting to some fucking wrongdoing now? No, no, no. See, my brother was in Secret Santa also, was in the Boy Scouts also. So we had a plan. It just gets more craftier and craftier than I'm hearing this. So my brother bought some. This is the overly convoluted. Is this, not, is this making you realize,
3: man, from uncle again? <laughs> it,
0: it sounds like it. a better plot. What are you talking
2: about?
0: I'll rent that from Netflix.
2: So, so here was the plan, guys. All right. So we roll up into this uh, our our Boy Scouts meeting, and we have our packages already set. We raised the edges a little bit so that we would be able to find it when we felt around in the bag. Oh my god! So my brother had his present. I had mine. We put them in the bag and we waited. What would did happen if someone like a- reached them before you did? Oh, so here was the other thing.
3: <laughs> we just beat up the person to the toilet. <laughs> Which sounds- seems like a much easier plan
2: by the way. <laughs> no. So I'm
0: Talking about packages and bags it sounds like a bad platform porn. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so the person who was going to announce who goes first right, was a friend of mine. So I said hey Here's five bucks. Make sure you call <laughs> me first. But if you had just saved that five bucks and got another five bucks, you could have just bought it. There was only one. It's Salvation Army.
1: It's not like they had a plethora of it. Yeah. <laughs> well Evidently, nobody wanted it either.
0: <laughs> so, why do uh, you not uh, rule the world? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just still trying I'm to, to figure out why, why
3: he didn't take his five dollars and his brother's five dollars while he was at the
2: there and just go, let's buy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he wanted something and I wanted something I and it was see. different. Nice. So, but anyhow, so here you
3: are. So, so you give your Did friend you $5. Did
2: you get it? Yeah. So when it's, when they call my name, I go up. I feel around in the bag, find the raised edges, and pull it out. Act all surprised when I open it. Oh, my God. This is what I wanted. And what was your mother's face? Huh? Like, Oh, no. My mother didn't go to the meeting. Oh, that's why. <laughs> but didn't you ever bring it home? Huh? Yeah. But didn't she ever notice? She never noticed. Wow. I could bring in toys, and she would never notice what I had. <laughs> and it's also because- no, Well, no, no. It's- uh, a lot of my toys were like taken apart because I used to take things apart and put it back together
0: Okay, and so that's why know. you don't get expensive toys <laughs> <laughs> unless to spend $50 and it's going to be parts Her mother knew,
2: his mother this, knew what she was doing or no she was scared that one day I'd build a bomb or something <laughs> that's so, still possible I, I just now realized I'm just going to give him uranium in a lead
3: tube and just watch him open it up <laughs> <laughs> surprise it's like, take <laughs> so, wait, wait isn't
0: this supposed to be a story of a toy you never got you you craftily got it. <laughs> <laughs> you Next just ruined this skill. whole thing.
1: Oh, that's enough. That's enough for while Twenty two pages and later,
0: and the scoutmaster is dead in the back, <laughs> bludgeoned, Achoo. bludgeoned by his own belt. Let me ask you
1: one more question before I move forward. because sure. um, that story was enough. Wow,
0: did uh, he <laughs> <you> follow? <laughs> <laughs> I had to draw that's
1: a map, be boring, like the one that Ken McAvoy made. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he needed it. That's why he needed it. Um, when you got the toy. Did you ever show anybody else? Because, you know, that's quite a feat to be able to get all get the toy you want that's super cool. And, you know, like, you know, going through this elaborate plot, paying somebody $5 and then getting the toy. Did you ever, like, show it off or did it, like, sit on your shelf and now it's in Sebastian oh, I, Army? Again? I
2: played with that thing. I knew all of my friends that came over was, like, oh, yeah, look at this thing. Look at this. I never told them how I got it. I said it was just a, it was a Christmas gift. I never <laughs> went through the whole plot. <laughs> so you see, this is what they call ingenuity. <laughs> yeah. Was Julia Roberts involved in this plot? Yeah, I'm just (laughs) curious. Wow. She was actually a co-designer on the project. (laughs) Instead
1: of Ocean's Eleven, Dominican (laughs) 2.
2: You know, that sounds like a great movie. Uh, Oh, God. (laughs) You can let Army Hammer write it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Mike. I'm
1: I'm not a toy person. I I know you're not a toy (laughs) person. Were were you very challenged in finding something? I was challenged
3: to find anything I even gave a damn about. Uh, How about, um, How about that
0: abacus you had? (laughs)
3: <laughs> I actually wow. did have an abacus growing up. <laughs> I did have an abacus. They were fun. Oh my god! I, I like I like things that either you have to create with or build. I mean, that's just the thing. I mean, I my one of my favorite things that I owned as a kid besides Legos was a Lincoln Log set. I I'm not a high okay. I, I'm not a high maintenance. I wasn't a high maintenance child. <laughs> they we were also just so broke that I knew better than to be a high maintenance. I child. that. I they that. gave you a protractor, didn't they? Um, I had a protractor. I mean, that's how compass. you learn in math. I'm I had a I'm, compass as well. I'm kind of laughing. I still have protractors <throat> and compasses.
1: Mike, the finance guy. As a kid with an abacus. Why are we surprised? Why are we surprised? (laughs) Why are you surprised? I'm not surprised.
2: I thought it was fun. I thought Um, it was a funny joke. Go ahead. But um, I'm sure his mom said, Mike, I'm doing my taxes. No, don't start without me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go get my abacus. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: A calculator, damn a calculator. I'm gonna damn cal- that thing to hell. I'm gonna count like ancient Chinese people. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I want to hear Because Mike
1: is not a toy person, so. I'm no, not a toy person. So, so I definitely want to hear um, what, what did you.
0: No, so, I mean, again,
3: the only. Not the only. I mean, I, I like, you know, racing car things, and I had gotten those when we had money for whatever. But uh, one thing I, I just liked, it's the simplest thing in the world. It was nothing that interesting. It was the Whammo Air Blaster. I actually What's just that? The, Explain that. Well, um, well, it's from <laughs> Whammo, the creators of everything that made innocence of childhood fun and dangerous. <laughs> uh, I, I think Whammo's part of their, their their mission was just to reduce half the population of
2: children <laughs> because there was just nothing safe in anything that they put out for kids. Whammo, aka population control. <laughs> Did you ever see? There's a, a channel on YouTube called Rocket Jump. They made this like Whammo commercial. Mm-mm. For this toy, or, or after oh, after yeah. this sure oh, Okay,
3: here. but yeah, um, but the uh, the air blast—it was nothing but a handheld air vortex cannon, which just sounds more impressive, I think, than it is. Um, it allowed you to accurately fire a donut, sh- a donut-shaped force of air, at any object up to twenty feet or more with a complete accuracy. that, that yeah. sounds oh, incredibly whack. Well, <laughs> well, <it> <laughs> really, they tricked you. Yeah. It's just—I mean—it was just the really coolest thing because I mean, you know, like because all you did was do was just a quick pump up place it back down and then fire it and it's, it's just like this cool thing like you would just see this force of air just hit something and like I said depending on the like with the 20 feet or less or yeah 20 feet or less it would knock over like sizable objects actually you know it was a really big uh, force of air but uh, I, I just liked the fact that it was simple it wasn't flashy it wasn't gimmicky it wasn't related to any TV show merchandising it was just out there and they, they had been putting those out from 65 and then every decade they were always in stores every decade up until the 90s when finally after enough lawsuits they Finally, just stopped production.
1: Somebody's eye was fucking blown out of their fucking head. So no, because <laughs>
0: some, some kid realized, like, wait, it's blowing fucking air. I could poo at you for
3: free. Well, uh, no, actually, uh, what what happened is you had enough kids that were just like, I wonder what would happen if I put this up to my or other people's ears. Oh, And oh that gosh. either created a lot of bleeding and internal uh, head bleeding, or it also just deafened people. Oh my god! Oh. Yeah. Only I told you, Wammo just really hated kids. <laughs> and,
0: and only took forty years. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, well,
1: they had kept getting lawsuits, but it just finally they were just like, right, let's just stop. <laughs> also, also, remember, I mean, I mean, we're also talking about a time before the internet and stuff. So, I mean, not saying that people didn't, you know, have warnings and stop building things but the way that we have this connectivity to everybody now isn't there so if ralph fucking blew out his eardrum in ohio right me from california ain't gonna hear about it unless ralph won a major lawsuit and that would be across the news and even then you might not i was about saying even
3: then that was iffy but yeah no exactly wow but yeah so it was just it's a silly thing that just it always looked really cool
1: so mike's favorite toy was
3: air Yep.
1: Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll look that up now. The wham. Well, what else the Whammo well, make? They made something else that. Wham- oh,
3: Frisbee was the very first thing that Whammo oh, had made. Um, okay. So they were big on the frisbee, which of course could either put an eye out or crack the nose of kids. And uh, <laughs> the hula hoop, which just made everybody feel bad. Uh, um, other things, they did the slip and slide. And we also know what happened with that between slip and burns down. and on the concrete and. Like, you know like everything. <laughs> Fat they, people. <laughs> <laughs> Whammo hated kids, <laughs> and that other stuff. Super balls were also their big thing. Like they were the inventor of the super ball. Super ball, like the
0: super high bouncing. Like you and know, yeah. okay. you do bouncing. Like
3: and then you never saw it again, or it broke someone's window because Whammo hates Whammo hates kids. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Wheelie that's bar, fucked up.
2: Whoa. Wheelie bar, air blaster, bubble thing, huffing. Oh, they
3: also did though. They did the super elastic bubble plastic. Slip and slip. which was also really cool because it, it looked like um, it was in a tube like a two-phase tube and it looked like almost like a chewing gum that was soft yeah. you put it on the end of a straw and blow it. And, it and that was poisonous yes. and people were also chewing it like gum so once yeah, again I did, did children a little hates bit of because yeah. <laughs> I remember going hates. yeah you sniff it I love you were this. huffing it yeah Whammo hates children water
2: <laughs> <Dold laughs> wiggle monster magnet super sticky squirting stick
0: Yo, who are the the minds who made Willy? this? That's just well, that just sounded like the most idiotic. That just sounded shit like frustrated
3: ever. soccer moms. By that super point, <laughs> with the super <laughs> the super wet wiggle stick. <laughs>
0: that sounds like something the soccer mom would like. Exactly. Silly it's like my give my me your toy. It's for my child. Go watch cartoons.
2: Oh my god, silly string. Oh, silly
3: string was fun.
0: That's flammable. Super yeah, that was flammable. Plastic, pla- bubble, bubble plastic. plastic. Yeah. yeah, magic that suffocates window. kids. Yep trackball. Oh that
3: was the other thing, yeah, because I think kids were suffocating too because they would make the bubble, put it on their faces, pop it, and then it would get like kind of stuck around their faces. Yeah. And then they'd try and inhale it. Yeah.
1: I, I wish this was a video podcast so you can see my my jaw dropped. <laughs> like, I what? wish we had
0: America Home video back then. They would be oh, so much funnier. <laughs> you,
1: you, you had a limp on your face. Oh. It's like
0: I was wasn't like, gently damn, caressing I, you. I, <laughs> somebody has stock in whammo. Wow. Ah, oh good oh, Whammo by Ryan.
2: Magic sand Roller racer, oh no, yeah. Roller racer sit skate. That sounds fun. <laughs> Little kid ass rape. That's another on Where's the gun for that one? <laughs> but yeah, so that it was is. over the limit. Little kid
1: ass rape.
3: <laughs> but anyway, but that that was it. That's like I said, I'm not a toy person, but that I, that's what I had wanted because I thought it was just a really cool thing. Okay.
0: Right, he probably tortured his neighbor kids. Like, oh, you like the abacus? Oh, I got a gun for you. <laughs> <laughs> Dunk. Who can't can't hear? hear? Put it it up to the ear. You can hear the seashore.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You can hear the sea? Sure. (laughs) Um,
0: Okay.
1: All right. Good good job, Mike. I know this was a tough one for you, so I'm I'm glad you were able to find something. I guess for me, being an 80s kid... Or I grew up... I mean, I was born in the 70s, but raised in the 80s. I was born in 2000. What the hell is the
3: Yeah, you, whatever.
0: <laughs> 2000 minus the abacus and the left... The left if you don't know here. how to use an abacus, you can't get my age. <laughs>
1: Damn, that's half our listeners. Move Shut, one being to the left and right, shout and then out to it All right, so one thing I was going to say, and I, I know this probably applies for Joe as well, um, that... In the eighties, that's when they started getting really intricate with these toys. Like, um, they started having a lot of properties of TV, and they tied it into the toy, or they did it the other way around. They made the toy, and then they made a TV show out of it. Right. I know in the seventies and sixties they didn't do that as much. They would have a show like the Bionic Man, and then years later they had a toy. The eighties six million dollar man. Thank you. It was the Bionic Woman. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 um, but. Um, in the '80s, you really started seeing these toy companies saying, "You know what? Let's make a toy." These children are stupid. And then let's make a cartoon.
3: <laughs> yep. Like what was it? Strawberry shortbread, or shortcake? shortcake, shortcake, shortbread. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's oh, like fat, that was something. No, no, that's her fatter sister. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What is it, vanilla pudding?
0: Last oh. thing I want to hear. The sister tastes oh, like my, yeast. Fa- my favorite one
3: from uh from um robot chicken, robot chicken. Robot chicken, chicken. is bitch pudding. Yeah. Bitch pudding. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> bitch pudding. I'm, I'm bitch
1: pudding. Blam. <laughs> I mean, That's my favorite toy. But when we talk about the toys, I can go down the list of so many Greek creations Greek came, creations? great creations that oh, came. Great creations or, or great toys, and not only the toy, but like the fact that they were added they Greek? on. What
0: were they Greek? No. That's the wiggle stick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway.
1: <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I just feel like there was a lot of great toys in that era. Probably some of the best toys of all time. And for me, one of the best toys was G.I. Joe. Now, G.I. Joe was out since... Is it because since, he was a great American hero? No. Oh. <laughs> it was because he was a great, a great American toy maker. Oh. Because G.I. Joe back in the 60s was a 12-inch doll. A 12, um, yeah, no, I had a G.I. Joe doll. Was, he actually was black. Yeah, I know. And he had uh,
3: like that felt beard and mustache. He had he had the green beret also, right? Um, yeah, he had the green beret, um, this the hard plastic afro, um, the felt beard and mustache that could eventually could be peeled off. Um, and then he, mine was a talking GI Joe.
0: He sounds like Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic <laughs> Thunder, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> what do you
2: mean, you people?
1: But see, GI Joe, I know back then if only had the dolls and the weapons; they didn't have vehicles. When GI Joe went to Marvel Comics in in eighty-three or eighty-two. And they decided to make the dolls again. They made the dolls six inch, so oh. they made them smaller. They made the you know they made them out of hard plastic. But then you can make vehicles with them. Oh, so the twelve inch was the black guy, but the six inch was the white guy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, would, that would probably be about black right. Doom. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the thing about GI Joe that I loved was that you can get these great vehicles. And when I was a kid, it was funny. You get these dolls, but you had nowhere. To, you had these action figures, but you had nowhere to put them. wasn't right in the Malibu Barbie Porsche. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then that's 12 inch anymore. So now he likes sit in the middle of the seat. It was like, you know, he couldn't do
3: that. If you put a 12 incher in the middle of that Malibu Barbie Porsche, there'll be a lot of people in it. <laughs> Barbie and all her friends. <laughs> <laughs> wow. oh,
1: Ken was never this much fun. <laughs>
3: now, now
0: the porn comes off. talk about kids' toys. But,
1: but what, what I'm saying is that um, one, one of the best toys that I wanted, but I could never get. Um, It was called the G.I. Joe 1987 Defiant Space Shuttle Headquarters. So what I'm trying to say is that because you had these small dolls, you could get away and make these big vehicles. Now, they had tanks and helicopters and jets and all that other stuff. But then they started getting really, really cute because they knew everybody wanted to buy them. So the first thing they made really big was their headquarters that could fit a couple of Jeeps. Okay, no problem. A a, a base, maybe about um, two feet long, three feet long, and you could fit the Jeeps and probably about 20, 20 action figures. Fine. Then they got really cute and they go... What if we make an aircraft carrier and you could put your jets on them? And these jets are big. These jets are, I, I mean, for the average person, I'm i am like 5'8". If you measure the distance between your wrist and your elbow, that's how big these jets were.
2: Oh, wow. And then you put the aircraft carrier, so the aircraft carrier is like double that size. You know, I think I saw that on comic book, man.
0: Yeah, somebody was selling the it. The
1: aircraft carrier I wanted as a kid, but I said, okay, I wasn't going to get that because it was a little expensive. <laughs> then finally, G.I. Joe's to say I'm going to bust a load in them and I'm going to fucking make a space shuttle. This, it was a... The space shuttle with the base. Now the space shuttle is bigger. It's like is the same size as the jet with it looked, this whole it thing. Was
0: so weird. It looked like a, like a regular space shuttle, but it was like flat. It was like flat and wider. Like you like you didn't have your V hold on your TV. So it was like, because it had to fit dolls. So right. I
1: I, I, st- I still wanted one. No no. I, st- I was like that's the one I wanted and. Every time I put it on my Christmas list, my mother would laugh. Now, meanwhile, I still believed in Santa <laughs> back then. Santa don't <laughs> like you that much. <laughs> She's <was> like, <laughs> uh-huh. no, that's, that's if you got a 90 on your report card. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm kidding. Mom would never say that out loud,
0: <laughs> <laughs> only to her friends drinking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's, it's funny because there's that one, and the honorable mention for me was Voltron. Voltron oh, okay. was the toy that I've always wanted. But, and I've told this joke to, to, to Mike and Ralph all the time. Voltron back in the day, each lion, first they were made out of metal. They're like Matchbox cards. Actually, yeah. they were made of a Matchbox. Right. They were like Matchbox or, or the Japanese version of Matchbox. But each lion was 15 bucks, which is the equivalent of like 30 bucks now. Right. Yeah. So it was hard. So if you bought one, you were like happy. Right. Then you had to have five. Mm-hmm. Wow. I lived with a brother. My mother said, whatever you get, he gets. And it couldn't be like, I got one more lion than he did or whatever. So, she could only buy two lions each. So, I had the Voltron <laughs> with one arm. <laughs> 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 and, and, and mind you, I didn't even get the the the, 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 the metal one. I got the plastic one. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Well, because it, it was cool because if you ever watch Voltron, the people jump into the, it's just like Power Rangers. They jump into the Aww. battle suits and, and they, they ride the lions. When you had the, the the metal one, it was cool, but you couldn't imagine where the people were in. This one, you actually put action figures inside the lions, but the, but the fucking legs were all boot, like They were all made of plastic. Like the, the silver <laughs> uh, uh, alloy um, thing would rub off. Yeah. It was probably lead and killing you. <laughs> probably. <laughs>
2: you should be happy that you had the body because it would have been hilarious if you just had two legs and two arms. <laughs> 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 Nothing connected to. I would have taken Play Doh for that shit.
1: <laughs> but, the, I mean, between the G.I. Joe and that, I remember in the 80s, if you saw somebody with one of those things, You were like, that person's got money.
0: Money. Yeah, because the entire Or or a mother that loves them. Oh.
1: Wow. (laughs) No, no, no. My mother loved me. Three words. That much. (laughs) (laughs) What? I love you. I'm just not in love with you. (laughs) (laughs) We could just be friends. (laughs) You're my mom.
3: (laughs) Which kid are you again?
2: Oh,
1: you're that one. Oh, you're, you're not Steven. (laughs) (laughs)
3: I was going to buy it for you but I figured someone that really loved you would buy it and I love you but you know I thought Jesus loved you more
0: (laughs) he didn't (laughs) you know what made it funny is that his mother worked in TSS which was like Kmart back in the day yeah Yeah.
1: oh wow okay so
0: he used to get a lot of G.I. Joes
1: I had a lot of the figures and the, probably the biggest thing I ever had was like the aircraft carrier, which is pretty – I'm sorry. These vehicles were big, so you were like, yeah, we're fighting a war. But then you have the – your base was like your bed. <laughs> and, and, and if you know a nine-year-old a boy – A tissue box. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you, and especially when you have a five-year-old brother, you play with these dolls. And you're like, all right, I'm going to put him in base. And you know your brother like, I want to go to sleep. And he sleeps on him and then you lose him. Like, oh, man, what happened to, the, to that soldier with the cool knife? Oh, <laughs> yeah. he, he's gone or oh. he's in my brother's <laughs> nose or some shit He's like a POW. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, like I said, the reason why I brought on the show was because it seemed like every time we would go to show and tell or every time we come over the house, as long as we've been friends, I was like, oh, man, that toilet looks cool. Yeah, I just got it. What? <laughs> so for the man who had everything. Let me ask him.
0: See, he brought me on the show to, to beat me, browbeat me I'm after like 20 years. He's like, guess what? You were rich. You were good or rich. <laughs> you, lived, you lived in Section 8. That's why you avoid all the damn toys.
1: Well, I'm, I'm not bashing. I'm just curious. For the guy who pretty much, as I remember, had everything, every toy you wanted, you got it for the most part. Yeah. What was something that you wanted, but was so out of control that, you, that was so cool or so out of control you couldn't get it?
0: Oh, I have to go with you know because you know me, I'm a Transformer freak. So yes. I had every Transformer. Of course, I had the Voltron. I have right. to say he had it. all five. <laughs> I Our Voltrons it. would, fight. With, Mine the would lose. It with the had one weapons and one the arm weapons. And the had They were the metal ones too. Yeah, the actual die-cast metal. I yeah. have the actual whatever. <laughs> at the school. Yes. Yeah, so I
1: I couldn't stand a chance in those fights.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, but like I used to be an avid Transformer collector, and I'm talking about this one. They made them like not out of the cheap plastic. They made them where they last after like three or four transformations. All right. So it was this big, like, like almost like four foot. It was like a midget, basically. It was called the Omega Supreme. Oh, um, Omega that Supreme. Thing, was that with Diana Ross? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, without all the drama. Though. It transforms into Diana Ross. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this thing was like, a, <laughs> it was basically a huge city. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was
1: seriously a city.
0: So it, this thing, and the reason why I couldn't, because it didn't make sense. It was like, this is how my mother put it down. She said, I could get it for you, but that would be your only Christmas present. And me, with my abacus, did the math. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'd like many presents above one. Right. Okay. And that like, I said, I could always get it. One day I'll get a job. <laughs> and one
3: day it'll be worth four thousand dollars <laughs> I just
0: looked it up on ebay it's four hundred dollars oh, see down there you go yeah so uh, so now I could afford it <laughs> but why would I want it? exactly oh my god <laughs> and,
1: and it's funny because I um, may I use Omega Supreme to piggyback on something there were yeah. um sometimes if you notice, there were some toys that didn't translate well from like the comic book or the cartoon did you guys ever see any um any toys that were like they translated really well from like toy, from, from comic book to toy? Because Omega Supreme was one of those that it, did, it didn't look like what it was supposed to be in the cartoon.
0: No, not even close. No, a lot of them, if you look at the the original toys, look nothing like what you TV saw in the show, cartoons. Because yeah. oh. they had to make it look like the vehicle and then transform it to a robot. Right. So now, if you look at the toys, now they made them, you know, but they're cheap, shitty plastic. You go click and broke. Right. Now you have a transformation of a broken toy. <laughs> now you have a whole bunch of... uh <laughs> <laughs> Ralph's toys. <Yeah. laughs> hey, just because my
2: toys were in pieces doesn't mean I, I didn't eventually put them back together. And even better, too. Oh, God. I, you know, I had a G.I. Joe. <laughs> Franken <and> toy here. <laughs> <laughs> I had a G.I. Joe and the, the rubber band that's inside broke and I replaced it.
4: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, people. People in the 80s are actually, skill. you know.
0: <laughs> to satisfy his need of cutting people open. <laughs> well, you know, I couldn't do a Dexter, because, you know. P.S., did you need a fucking
1: PhD for the old Transformers? Did you need a PhD to transform these things? No. No, no.
0: No, no. If you ever. Unf- yo, okay, the size of that poster was the size of the Transformation List. It was just like. It take was like part A and they plus. part B. And, and I
1: remember that the original Transformers, it was meant for like 13 year olds or 12 year olds. You're giving these nine-year-old, eight-year-olds these die-cast metal fucking Transformers, and uh-huh. it's got like 15 steps. Turn the head. So bend it. Don't, don't turn it to the left. Uh, and then, then, you know, pray to Allah. And then it was like a bunch of instructions. Yeah, I,
3: I remember a cousin. I was over at my, uh, one of my aunts uh, around the Christmas time, and one of the cousins had gotten the Transformer, and they were young. You know, they're really young. And the kid was just like, oh, can you make this transform? And the adults were like, "Oh, hold on, let's let's look at it." And it was like half an hour later, they hadn't done anything. And then they finally just gave it to the kid, and he was like, one, two, three. two, Yeah, like the <laughs> rupees cube and shit. Yeah, he's like, he's like, "Thank you."
0: <laughs> All right. oh, okay. What was that? That's
1: what it looks like. Oh, Omega Supreme! Oh so it god, was, yeah. it was
0: a huge, ostentatious. Yeah. You needed a house, and I lived in a two-bedroom apartment. Yeah. So yeah, it was not fitting. There you go. Uh,
1: but one one more thing, I want to definitely add. Um,
0: <laughs> I did not get a lot of toys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one thing I definitely um I definitely want to add. There's some toys that if you didn't if the whole block didn't buy, it wasn't fun. Laser tag. <laughs> oh
3: well, yeah, I I I'm from West Philadelphia.
1: No, nobody would have had that. Born
3: and
2: raised the uh, Stop! Stop! Stop it! Stop I have it. never heard that song. <laughs> what is it? <laughs>
1: Originality none. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying when, when I was growing up Photon um, and um, Laser Tag were like the two revolutionary toys because you could shoot people and it wasn't like a water gun and, and all that stuff but it sucks when it depends on the socioeconomic um, breakdown of your of your um, neighborhood so we were pretty okay in, in our house so we had one gun for me one gun for my brother nobody else had a gun so it's, it sucks to play fucking Laser Tag versus your brother who you beat all the time
2: <laughs> I thought when you were growing up is when they first invented kick the can. Oh, what? Which did, the, which did they invent first, the can or the kick? <laughs> I think the kick came
3: first. I don't I know, Mike. Those were in your time.
1: Mom to tell us. <laughs> I,
3: at twenty-five, I'm barely from a ninety.
1: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there you have it. Toys, huh? Sometimes we can afford them. Sometimes we can't. And, and based on the fact that. My daughter is going to be getting to the point of toys. I'm wondering how expensive this is going to get for me. You know what? Barry,
3: he's going to get walked all over like a cheap doormat. Shit it. You need a Ralph to give you some schemes. <laughs> really? <laughs> team,
0: team, 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 uh, team. Or
3: just one less child. <laughs> That's always an option. I'm just going to go. Get, there. Get, I'm just get her a Wham-O toy. That'll, that'll I about her. to say, I can get her anything from Wham-O
1: <laughs> Okay, if I see a Wham-O thing on the, under the Christmas tree, I'm blaming you. Like, <laughs> but please don't go anywhere because Geeks on the Go is next. Geeks on the Go. It was funny. I was waiting for you to go now with more, and I'm like, you didn't do anything. Now we're more time in between. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right.
3: Yeah, I was watching some, I don't even know what it was, but some YouTube channel and somebody was doing a countdown of the best board games or something like that. And he was just like, number five. (laughs) I'm like, what the hell?
1: (laughs) Oh, really? You heard that sound effect? Yeah, he
3: used it for every uh, every, uh, intro. Oh,
1: God, we got to change our effect now. <laughs> all right, you already know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek, and we never make it under a minute, but fall's coming, and that means we fall back an hour so we can get more time, so that'll, we'll, we'll be able to do that, right?
3: That sounds legit. Yep, that, that, that's some good logic right there. That sounded like a New York education
1: logic. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Ready, set, go. Which comic title would make you sad or angry if they permanently discontinued it? Joe.
0: Uh, Archie, because I want to see if Veronica or Betty get with Jughead.
1: Wow. <laughs> Ralph. Batman. Why you got to whisper it? Because
3: I'm Batman. Say what with your chest. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Batman. Uh, honestly, none. I've already watched it Horror as books uh, that I love have been canceled or are currently suffering a long, slow death, so... At this point, nothing's going to bother yeah, I mean, right They've
1: all they've all started over. True, true, true. Which movie franchise would have been just fine if they stopped with their first movie? Hellboy, Twilight, or Pirates of the Caribbean? Mike.
3: Well, only Ralph has watched Twilight, and I know this because I'm constantly sweeping up glitter when he leaves. Um, <laughs> I say Hellboy because it could stopped at the first movie, even though I really enjoyed the second film. True,
2: Joe.
0: I say Twilight the minute he started sparkling. <laughs> Should have been killed. We
2: all love Glampires. Ralph? I say Twilight shouldn't have never been made.
0: Oh, okay. Honorable <laughs> mention Sex in the City. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the fact that you saw it,
1: that's what we feel about Sex in the City. Damn. <laughs> all right. Let's say Marvel and DC are now competing in making superhero themed liquor. Which would be the biggest seller?
2: Ralph? Well, I mean, The Incredible Hulk is already an amazing drink, so. There you go.
1: That's a drink. I'm talking about a liquor.
2: Okay. So the Incredible Hulk. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Top of the head, right? (laughs)
2: That's always the top of the head.
3: Uh, Top of the
1: head, right? Mike. Uh, Wayne
3: Tech, the corporation that brought you last year's hottest cologne and got men everywhere taking a spray of dick below the chin, now brings (laughs) you Robin's Cream (laughs) Liquor. Find out how many shots of the boy wonder you can take. What's that at the corner of your mouth? It's Robin's Cream. (laughs)
0: I deserved a larger gong. <laughs> wow. Oh I feel uh, violated. <laughs>
2: you should have heard when he was doing the, the cologne for Dick. Oh
1: yeah, that's right. We gotta go War back Dick to that cologne?
0: episode. <laughs> yeah, that was another that was another geeks on the go question. But so I think Robin's cream liqueur would do it. I, I like that. Joe? That's a uh for Loki. For <laughs> <laughs> oh, Loki, alright. Well, Hulk forty five. <laughs> Hulk
1: forty five. Oh my god. Really? Hulk would be malt liquor?
0: Oh. <laughs> hey, anything with sugar and alcohol people will drink. That's definitely
1: true. <laughs> all right, and last question. Interracial and same sex marriages can be controversial. What marriage between a Marvel and DC character would be the talk of all the geek tabloids? Joe. Uh
0: going with my Archie theme. The four-way between Betty, Veronica, Jughead, and Archie. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> you, you, you like this Archie thing.
0: I just want to see who's going to take it in the ass. <laughs> probably Jughead. Right. With the No, he has the crown, so he may take all of them. That's true. <laughs> oh, my God. Only <laughs> <laughs> one.
2: Ralph. Uh, Superman and Deadpool. Superman and Deadpool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Super- Why? Because, huh? you know, Super- uh, Deadpool likes chimichangas, and, you know, Superman probably got a long chimichanga.
0: Oh, my God. That wasn't uh, even subtle. That wasn't even subtle, bro. Really? Damn. That's the Boy Scout violation. I'm just just giving you a nice petting. Oh, my God. (laughs) Mike. Um,
3: I say Firestorm and the new Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan, because not only is she Pakistani with a strict Muslim family, but marrying Firestorm means that she's actually married to a white guy and a black guy. She's, so she's getting interracially gangbanged every night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see that in the flash. <laughs> yeah, How about
3: see, Firestorm that, that'll, and Iceman? That'll just light up the as Well, that would be interesting. Who turns out first? <laughs> <laughs> Who turns out first? My God. <laughs> All right.
1: Um, any shout outs? I have a couple of shout outs I definitely need to hit up. Nah, not particularly.
3: I, I, but let's shout out to Mike D and see if he's listening to our podcast.
1: I think he will. I think Mike will. Yeah. Um,
3: well, then that's the challenge, Mike D. Let us know.
1: Well, first shout out I definitely want to give is to Johanna's good um. Keep on listening. Glad you always pay attention. He always drops a line every now and again. He keeps saying, Mike needs Instagram. So <laughs> yeah, I do need to get Instagram, but uh, maybe yeah. I'll
3: put up our wonderful, meanwhile, 22 pages later poster at some point. But
1: by the way, I was about to say, are you going to put that up on the site? On the site? No, nah, probably not. It doesn't fit really anywhere. For those who are wondering, what the fuck are they talking about? Um, Mike has created these one. Mike is a really good graphic designer, and there's rarely I, I, I compliment Mike on anything. because is he too should. Big. Yeah, because, you know. I mean, his head gets too big, and he's stuck in his house for three days. He's like, fucking, what a Gilbert grape. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang. Hey, uh, hey, I
3: designed all the Meanwhile 22 stuff, so don't you make fun of our No, 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 no,
1: you do a fantastic job, but I think you all did yourself with these paintings, and hopefully Mike will be putting it on the site the next couple of days or maybe the next couple of weeks. And um, hopefully you guys will see what I see. Great, great graphic design work, great colors, and hopefully a T-shirt coming out of it. That would be nice. Um, shout, so shout out to jo- um, Johannes. Um, Thanks for answering
3: us on Facebook. You're actually about one of the only people that actually replies to stuff that I write.
1: Yeah. I, I, I mean, continually. Because people will, will hit us up every once and again. Johannes, you are like consistent. If there was a way I could bring an award to Sweden, we would do it. But, you know.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you need us to send you a bottle of dick or, you know, any of the Robin's
1: cream (laughs) liquor, just let us know. I think we need to design that next. (laughs) Shout out, uh, two happy birthday shout outs. One to happy birthday to Troy. Happy birthday, Troy. Um, Hope you have a good birthday, man. And, damn, you're old.
3: (laughs) He's your age. I'm 25. I guess he's young. Oh, he forgot the
1: multiplication sign. (laughs) Dog ears. (laughs) And also, happy birthday to Big
2: Kev. Big Kev, happy
1: birthday, It's not his birthday yet. Tomorrow. Screw that.
2: (laughs) It's his birthday, (laughs) goddammit. Big Kev, happy birthday. He's going to be listening to this tomorrow, so happy birthday, Big Kev.
1: (laughs) And happy birthday to us. We've made it two years so far without killing each other.
3: As far as you're aware, but I keep telling you I've been poisoning you for two years. (laughs) That's crazy
2: because I've been poisoning you for three. Well, you know. Do, do, do. oh my god <laughs> <laughs>
1: alright and also la- shout out shout out to the 4 Life podcast Bosch and Cheyenne there's a lot of wrestling going on and um, hopefully there won't be another Flash or Arrow character being in wrestling I'm just saying Stephen Amell has scarred me for life with his fucking baby chest
2: you <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't be looking at his chest man dude his <laughs> eyes
1: are up here <laughs> his head and his pants were like the only thing that had color then like from his neck to his waist it was like a blank slate he is white you know yeah but some people have definition and you see him on the show that's what gets me about it if it was anybody else if it was Bob Barker wrestling and he had no shirt on okay and he was still alive and he was still alive (laughs) (laughs) it
0: still would look better
1: (laughs) hey
3: I guarantee you that by the time that show starts up he puffs up again I want to see you maintain that all the year longer would you be like what the camera's off finally He just lets
2: it out. He's like, oh, now Uh, I can breathe.
1: Bring me that fried ice cream.
3: Have you you not seen
1: my? Have you not seen my pictures? I'm always sucking it in. (laughs) Just like this show, let's all suck it in. (laughs) So for (laughs) what the fuck? I I I think I think he just took a big hit. So for MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, RT Square, Ralph the Tech, and for Joey Bags, this is The Cap saying, keep it geeky, and the fall shows are on their way, what geek show will you DVR? Oh, do you even have a
3: DVR? Oh, I'm looking, oh, by the way, no one forget, Heroes Reborn, September 24th. Yes, I watch.
1: can't wait. Definitely, gonna catch that. See you guys next time.